Hello everyone, so we're in Parshas Pinchas this week. Baruch Hashem, we got it together. Chutzaretz and Eretz doing the same Parsha this week. So we start off with Pinchas. Pinchas, that's, uh, the Medrash has some wild stories about Pinchas that he, he was chasing after Bilam, but Bilam wasn't able to be caught because Bilam was using his mad, um, magicianry, and he said sorcery, to be flying around on his magic carpet um, as we are trying to kill, you know, take revenge against his uh, plot to send the Benos Maya after Kalyasra. So he was flying on his, on his uh, magic carpet, but then the Medrash says that Pinchas whipped out the uh, tzitz from the Kayan Gadol wears with Kaidash Hashem on it, and with that he was able to use the Shem Hashem and fly around, chase after him, and kill him with the sword. Okay, well, that's all, Derek Medrash. What I really wanted to say this week was the fact that uh, this week is one of very important part, part of the parsha is that we are appointed a new leader. Moshe Benu knows that he's about to die, and he says to Hashem, Hashem should please appoint Hashem, the one who knows the spirits of flesh, should appoint Ish Aleida, a man on the community. Um, I just wanted to point out this is clear, Ruchis, God of the spirits. Now, why is he describing God as being God of the spirits? I've never, I've never heard him ever anyway describe God as being God of the man, of the spirits of all flesh, as he does here. Um, then later, Hashem says to "Take Yeshua, the son of Nun, who has the spirit in him." Um, I was interesting. I was reading Rabbi Jonathan Sachs about the concept of leadership, um, especially as it applies in Sukkot Parsh, and he explains that if you look at two points of Moshe Benu you'll find where it says in the Torah that, that Moshe Benu is described as having ma'od, very much so, a lot of, what? So obviously the first one everybody's going to remember is the An of Mikol Adam. Ish, An of Ma'od, um, I don't remember the exact passage, like I don't have it in front of me. He's described as the biggest An of in the world. But also when you find the beginning of his career in Shmais, that that he's Godal Ma'od, he's Be'ene, Be'ene Mitzrayim, he's Godal Ma'od. That uh, so there's two different aspects over here that we're describing. In a true Jewish leader, there needs to be two aspects. Aspect number one is that you need to be a tough guy, meaning that everybody respects you, a big tough guy that everybody respects, and you can, you have the spirit to, to argue and to command the respect of every, every, anybody that comes in, in to, in to um, interact with you. That's number one. On the other hand, a true Jewish leader also has to have humility, the greatest amount of humility that can possibly exist out there. Now, in a regular person in the world, these two midos are mutually exclusive, meaning that if one person who is very great and commands a lot of respect usually is not very humble. He commands a lot of respect and he knows it, and he carries around that big stick, or he just walks around with a lot of um, a lot of um, gaiva, and he knows how great he is. He's a big basketball player, or it's you know the president. Uh, we can't talk about Biden because he doesn't fit into any box. But I'm just saying a, a normal, you know, leader of a country or um, somebody that commands a lot of respect, somebody very, very wealthy, so he's not necessarily going to be Mr. Humble. On the other hand, somebody Mr. Humble is going to be a, usually a meek person who doesn't command many people's respect because he's basically not big in his own eyes and he's he's slowly and he could be very saintly and nobody notices him but he's not necessarily command people's respect so in this regard Judaism is saying that the ultimate Jewish leader must have both of these qualities in its extreme meaning commanding everybody's respect 
and at the same time being ultimately the most humble person in the world. And I think that could be, we could say, as a Kiddush, that I just noticed now in Rashi, that Rashi is basically saying both ideas. Because if you look at the first Rashi, it says, okay, Ruches, it says, Loma Nemar, why does it say this? You know that there's so many people out there, and nobody is similar. Please appoint somebody over them that can tolerate each and every one. Now, if you're not humble, you're not being, you can't. You don't have time to empathize and to, to see everybody's point of view. You're basically, come on, this is what we're doing and that's it. So I think what he's saying is over here is you need to find somebody that's extremely humble, like Moshe Vedim himself was. At the other hand, on the other hand, later he says, He says to him, Rashi says over there, A person that can go against every spirit out there. He can go against them. He's not afraid. He's not going to buckle. He's not going to give in. He knows what the right thing is, and he's not giving in. So there you have it. Rashi is machavin beautifully to Rabbi Jonathan Sachs' understanding of leadership, and this mamash goes great. And I think that we should, all of us, have to be our own leaders to the people around us, to our families, to, but in, in, a, in a certain way of commending ourselves respect and being worthy of our self-respect and also being humble and realizing that any good cause that we have is only an extension of Hashem's. We ever get anything. We paid for anything. We didn't, we didn't do anything to earn anything that we have. We're, everything that we have is a gift. So to be humble and knowing that everything we do have, thank God we have it, but it's all a gift from Hashem. And that way we can be to be commending of our respect and worthy of our respect and at the same time being humble and that is all around us and we to lead our families those around us and ourselves to closer and closer to Hashem as we continue on this journey in life thank you and have a good Shabbos